What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. Uh, I know that we had like a lot of new people this week, thanks to Podbean. Just want to let you guys know we normally release on Wednesdays. So if you guys are like, when does this thing come out? Like, it comes out on Wednesday. <laughs> Hopefully it comes out on Wednesday. At 99% of the time, it comes out on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. This week, we talk about Dan Aykroyd in the new Ghostbusters 2020. We talked about Jurassic World and a bunch of other stuff. Make sure you stay tuned because we got more in store for you. All coming to you right now on Yellow Spandex. You good? Uh, we started? Uh, yeah, I guess we started. Oh, hey, everybody. Hey. It's funny. We were talking off. I was going to say camera. There's no camera today. Vincent, I saw a lot of movies this week, but I don't think any of them were comic book related. But uh, <laughs> if you're happening to wonder about movies, Hustlers was really good. It's weird because like this week I was like, hey, Andrew, want to go see a movie? Well, what's playing? Nah, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> like we saw Ready or Not. That was fine. Mm-hmm. Like Vince said, it was a movie, but you have to like really love slasher films. Mm-hmm. It was different. I'll give you that without any spoilers. Don't let anybody spoil it for you because it's really easy to spoil. But it's uh it's hilarious at the beginning and the end, and then the middle, everything in between is like a slasher film. Yeah. And the the person that's not Margot Robbie, <laughs> like, is awesome. It's kind of like a very violent clue, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's saying, is that one with Chris Evans? No, that's Knives mm. Out, which mm. also looks like a clue. That looks really good. Movie. That looks like really fun. Also, the remake of Clue is coming. No, just <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> and then we saw Good Boys, which really reminded me of like if you took super bad but like clicked it down another generation down yeah so i mean you should know this from the trailers but if you're uncomfortable seeing like really young kids like swear and all that stuff don't see that movie but it's really funny otherwise because it reminds me and vince were talking on the way home we're like that in like not good ways reminds us of our childhood oh yeah you know because like when we were all growing up like the internet was starting so we still had access to it it was a lot harder to like get stuff you know but like we used to play spin the bottle back in the day yeah but i mean like with the internet like when the girl when the the guys were like the the boys like are going into like sixth grade and they're convinced they need to like learn how to kiss girls and they don't know how so they look up porn on the internet <laughs> and stuff and like it's that easy now like for us it was like we gotta wait till the parents went to sleep nobody's using the phone and all that stuff. but these guys are just like looking up stuff freely and then they go on this big adventure but it reminds me of like stuff that wasn't shown in movies before and you're like i mean all of this is exaggerated but the spirit of it was very true of like what you and your friends would probably like thought how cool you were, you know, stuff. It was pretty funny. It was a, written by Seth Rogen and his buddy Evan Goldstein. So nice. like, so it was kind of like super bad. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it was it was that. But the but Hustlers, man, had no idea how good that movie would yeah. be. Like it is based on like a true story of like a scam of these uh, strippers in New York and stuff. I guess it's still going on. There's two main characters, Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. The woman that Constance Wu is portraying kind of like they have different names and they're like amalgamations of different people her real person i guess either had consulted for the movie or like had some involvement and then the person that jlo's playing had nothing to do with the movie is really angry and is trying to sue jlo now but like <laughs> this was very much a heist film in my eyes mm-hmm. and instead of just being like we're the ocean we're like oceans 11 but with all women it was like a heist but it was all like these strippers in new york Really, I don't. I can't think of anything before where you maybe showgirls or something where you'd seen like a heist from the point of view of like an exotic dancer, yeah, and stuff. And it was like crazy because like J Lo's the ringleader. There's all these like underlings. There's like the one person that someone vouches for, but they're not cool. Like, you know, like it. It was it was pretty cool. And then uh, to find out that the actual scam happened in New York back mm. in two thousand eight was like, yeah, it was cool. And the, the acting was great. Also, Jennifer Lopez is it effing vampire yeah she doesn't she seem to age looks exactly the same as she did when i was like coming of age i feel like halle berry has been like that for a long time too mm-hmm. to where she doesn't seem to get 
old that very quick. I can see that. And then Constance Wu, I was like, I didn't even know she was going to be a stripper in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, how's that going to play off? Because in my head, she's the mom from Fresh Off the Boat. Yeah. She does it. I mean, she does. Not all the girls. You could tell who the A-list actors are because they don't mm. take all the clothes off. Yeah, and stuff. And then the, then the random naked girls are like the bit actors and stuff. <laughs> but like they, I, in my eyes, they t- tastefully like did the like they show you that they take their clothes off, but they like do these angles. They're like mm-hmm. not too obvious, but like they get the story across without just being like porn. Yeah, like it was it was super super cool, and then had some emotional elements in it like the whole thing's framed around julia styles interviewing somebody and stuff like so julia styles is in a movie <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i've seen much, her forever but she's pretty much the same person she's in every movie you know how like in like the born movies yeah she's like she's like the binding of the book mm-hmm. you know like she's that's what she is in this one she's asking questions of constance Wu like in present day about the past and it's framing the story oh that's funny so it's like I, she's Julia Stiles in this movie. Like she might as well just kept that name. So Lizzo's I, in the movie as Liz. Can I ask a question? Yeah, I'm pretty positive Cardi B's in this movie, right? Yes, she is. <laughs> um, oh, is that isn't that like kind of a bad choice though for her? Because didn't like was it? Uh, I think a few months ago, probably more than a few months ago, she was like she'd said something on like her Twitter or whatever it was. She's like, yeah, I used to drug guys and steal their money. <laughs> like, so wow, that's yeah. an awful in thing s- to say you used to do. In some ways, she was perfect for it because <laughs> she actually like danced in those New York bars that they're talking about. Oh, nice. When those scams were happening. So this could have been actually written about her. <laughs> kind of, she might have had something to do with it. But she said in like multiple interviews before and after the movie, like, mm-hmm. That she's not proud of her past is just the way it was, and she's not going to like lie about it. So props for that part, like not doing it, but like you know, J Lo can be She Hawk. There you go, <laughs> especially because She Hawk is Jennifer. Oh yeah, Matthew. but uh, yeah. So Cardi's in it like very. I don't want to spoil it too much, but she's not one of the main main characters. But she's funny and believable because I think she just like because they filmed it in the New York strip clubs. Mm. So I think that they were, she was just like I'm home, you know, like. Um, but she was she was pretty funny. I guess she like consulted J Lo because J Lo also produced the movie. Yeah, she with, all- randomly with Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Hmm. It's not a comedy like that, but they I don't know funded it or something. But uh, I guess she consulted J Lo and like, well, this is what was going on in your mind then because they're all justifying like drugging and stealing money from these men because they're like evil Wall Street guys mm. and stuff. Not that that makes that right, but that that was just like their <laughs> thing. So not that it makes it right. Part of it, why I brought that up is a, is this is a really good movie, but B the reason we went to go see it is we saw a review that said like the chemistry between the girls, um, is Avengers level. And I was like, that's saying a lot. Also a really strange, like comparison. Yeah. But pretty true. Like if you think of like, kind of like a mafia Avengers, only strippers <laughs> made of strippers. Yeah. It definitely had a mafia vibe, but Vince makes a good point. Yeah. JLo, she's portrayed in this movie. You just paint her green, she'd be She-Hulk. The way she looks, her the definition of her body, everything. Oh my gosh! I remember somebody I was freaking out. Beyonce as like She-Hulk in like one of those because they, they they grabbed like one of those really like I think it was the Super Bowl or something she was yeah, in. Yeah, when she made the ugly face. Yeah, she made like an like a really angry face or something, <laughs> and then they painted her green or something. Like oh, that. I did see that. I remember when that photo came out. Um, it was something like, "Why you don't ever ask your band photographer for all the photos?" <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that Dan Aykroyd, I don't know if that's a transition or not, is going to be in the new Ghostbusters. 
I'm so happy. <laughs> well, to he see actually it. announced it was uh, probably last year at some point oh, in really? time on accident. Oh, even though Dan Aykroyd spoiled the. So he was on the Joe Rogan experience, and oh, every once gotcha. in a while, when I see like a really good like person on the Joe Rogan, like I'm like, because I listen to podcasts all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, I like the guy. A lot of his stuff is like MMA fighters or comedians or something, and I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> so like, it's because it's both what he does. Exactly, exactly is what he does. But anyway, he does. He did this one with the Dan Aykroyd, and so I was working the other day, and I was like, I want to put this on. I'm so interested to hear what Dan Aykroyd has to say. Oh my gosh, it was such a bore fest. Really? For the first half? Did you listen to it? No. Okay, the first half of it, he just talked about his vodka. Oh. Crystal Skull. Yeah. And then they got into the reason that it was Crystal Skull is because he believes in aliens and this Crystal Skull thing. And it just got weird. And not only like... Joe loves that. He does. Joe loves the aliens stuff. So you know what's really funny about that? I just there's a YouTuber I just got into named Eddie Burback. Yeah, highly recommend him if you if I, I if you like commentary. Like he's only like 22 or 23 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Really smart kid though, and uh, he did a whole video about Dan Dan Aykroyd's vodka. Yeah, and it's hilarious because it shows every time he's on an interview, mm-hmm. and as soon as he's like, you know what? It's because it doesn't have any preservatives. Blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. then like the host, you just see the oh fuck like look in their eyes <laughs> like. <laughs> and every really interview, he does right the now. same spiel. Like he's the crazy grandpa talking about like preservatives, like the mind control mm-hmm. juices in your water and stuff. Yes, and it's it's a one piece of a crystal skull. That it's, he looks like a crazy person. I got that vibe. Like yeah. that he was just like, he, and he had even said like, well, I don't really do the pictures anymore, but I'm gonna be in this this Ghostbusters movie. It's just it's just weird. It was odd because you know you, you get people that get so big and then they're just beyond other people so they just do mm-hmm. whatever they want and it just gets that's, weird that's my goal i want to be so i want to be well off enough i don't necessarily need to be like super rich i just want to be well off enough mm-hmm. that i could just be like as dumb as i need to be and still be okay yeah i think even joe rogan used to call fu money or whatever yeah. oh yeah it's like i have no like i don't care i, I can do whatever i want which is kind of cool if you're the person i have this thing where um like in my head i have like a mental list i call it my millionaire list mm-hmm. if i ever become like super rich like i just want to like throw money at not necessarily certain people but certain projects or people where it was like, you get a million dollars. See what you do with that. I'm just curious. Because yeah. like off camera, we were talking about They Might Be Giants, mm-hmm. one of my favorite bands ever. And Flood is such a like timeless album. But no one would fund that nowadays. Yeah. Well, don't, no one funds music nowadays. Yeah, but I mean, especially like that, though. Like you look at the songs like, you know, like one of the more popular songs in there is about Istanbul. And the other one's about like like a nightlight falling in love with like his owner. Like, yeah, no one, no one would like throw a million dollars behind that now. Yeah. But I want to be that guy if I ever become rich. <laughs> I love how like Man. they put all those to like Looney Tunes or Tiny Tunes. Yeah, you remember that? I remember that. I just remember watching it. Episode. And, like, they basically do like music videos to yeah. They Might Be Giants, and it's just odd. And the songs are weird in their natural form, so you you don't think that they're yeah. real. You're like, oh, okay, well, Istanbul is obviously another song that just made it. To, no, that, that's the song. Like, <laughs> you know, what's funny is you guys ever seen the regular show? It was on like Cartoon Network. It was like a so. big woodpecker and like a, a raccoon. Basically, oh, there you go. I haven't ever watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but like, I, I love that show. Like, I, I kind of bother my kids with it sometimes. I don't know why they hate it, and my wife really hates it. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny show to me because it's just so random. And I was listening to Cake the other day, oh, and another good band. my daughter turns to me. She's like, Dad, this band sounds like it made music on regular show. <laughs> No. And I was like, it's true. It makes it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if you ever watched that show. But it was like, yeah, if they make music on the show every once in a while. So it was kind of like, oh, yep. It's kind of corny, kind of weird, kind of has a cool groove to it. Yep, that makes sense. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that was on until it turned off. Yeah, it does that every <laughs> once in a while. I keep forgetting to turn off the air conditioner.
we're outside. But sorry anyway. about yeah, we're a little bit off the Ghostbuster stuff. Like did that did uh, Dan did that uh, Ghostbusters oh, video game, and that had a lot of people in it that were from the original. Uh, was Ramus in it? I, I think Harold Ramis was in it. Wait, how, so how long ago was that game? He died. So this whole thing is he spoiled that he'll be in that. There's new... that they're doing it and he'll be in it. Yeah, he mentioned it on Joe Rogan, and he had said he doesn't know if Bill Murray has even confirmed a cameo yet in it. Is but he's hope he's hoping that uh, he will appear in it. But and was it Ernie Hudson is probably a safe bet that he'll be in that. So the, st- the st- studio freaked out or something, or I don't know. They probably like that. It's yeah. It's gonna apparently have Carrie Coon and Paul Rudd in it. Okay. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm down. And for Finn Wolfhard. Oh, that makes sense. Those kids, the Stranger Things kids, are just gonna be killing like horror movie stuff. Yeah. Like we talked about last week, we uh, saw it too. Mm-hmm. Like. Finn Wolfhart, like he's just perfect. Like, because even luckily he's a good actor, but yeah. like your head is like tied to the emotions you had when you saw him running from like the demigorgon. <laughs> so when you see him like in it, you're like, I'm still rooting for you, kid. You know? <laughs> Dang, too many things trying to kill yeah. that kid. And then when Save we him. saw we saw uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's uh, I can't remember her name. the girl in it, Jackie uh, Bobby, no yeah. uh, Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown. There you go. I was like, it's like run, run, Ricky, Ricky eleven, run. <laughs> you can't run. Reminds me of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I want to go fast. Uh, but Ghostbusters 2020 and summer. The, oh, that'll be a good What were the kids' movie. names? Intelladega Knights, Texas, <laughs> Texas and Ranger. And, uh, Walker and Texas Walker Ranger. Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> it's a Sony movie? Now I, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> You're just mad about it? Well, I wonder, like, they're, they're just going to, like, throw Spider-Man in it to spite everybody. Uh. <laughs> Make him... I don't know. A, goal, a goose... A goose, a ghost. It's just, it sucks to me that this movie is being made now because like I said, Harold Remus, who was a director of the first two movies mm-hmm. and starred in it, he was Egon. Yeah, yeah. He, they could have made this movie and I think he was even championing it, what, like 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. And they're like, everybody else is like, nah. So, you know what's interesting? <laughs> if, if there's a video essayist I watched named Patrick Willem, mm-hmm. um, who technically thinks the nerd sync of collaborated with briefly he didn't know it but like <laughs> we were both voice actors on like one of nursing's videos but patrick is like brilliant his video essays and he did a video about um ghostbusters and how it's about nothing mm-hmm. and that was the trick is like it somehow didn't have a story it was just really great yeah like there there was that whole thing uh about zool and everything but it was like only like halfway through into the end so he actually knew it yeah and it even that was not really a plot like it was kind of like it wasn't well defined yeah. it was like a goal more than a plot but somehow everything in the world and the actors and the, and the characters and stuff like worked really well it's the opposite of what i usually say i'm like oh good writers make good stories like in this case good writers made like an anti-story and <laughs> yeah. it's great well Ackroyd wrote it oh really he wrote ghostbusters oh so maybe we need to get crystal vodka man back on the screenwriting well it's just funny about like when i was when i was listening to him he was talking about like about writing it he was talking about all these crazy things. Like his family had a medium that would come every year and like talk to people, talk oh, so to his dead family okay. for it. And then on top of it, he's he's going off on like all these crazy tangents about like, did you know for a fact that like the soul weighs twenty one grams? <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> you could you could just hear Joe Rogan be like, uh, wow. really? <laughs> so he he's like Tommy was so. Like maybe yeah. he he was serious with Ghostbusters, yeah, and we all thought it was a comedy. Exactly, that's really eye opening. 
He was like, no, there's a Slimer here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just go with it. It's there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I do remember the Ghostbusters movie, but I didn't actually see that until like I was a little bit older, like before college. But as a kid, like the thing that cemented my head was the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which is confusing because when you go back to look at it, you realize there was like competing Ghostbusters franchises Mm -hmm. and stuff because there was another... Yeah, the Ghostbusters. weird Ghostbusters. It was like Scooby Doo. For some reason, yeah, I just yeah. remember it being on television all the time around like October or something. I mm-hmm. loved that show, but it like it got scary. The for, like the, kids stuff. Like I remember being legit freaked out a couple the Sandman times. episodes. Well, I definitely watched the cartoon, but the movie is what oh, I was yeah. saying. Oh, it'd, be like, it'd be like on TBS. Yeah, it was TBS was always yeah. like all the time. Is where I saw Red Sonia and stuff. And like, <laughs> do I have feelings for Brigitte Nielsen? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one. I don't know, man. Uh, it could be good. So this is know. a. It's going to be a live action. Yeah, it's going to be live action. I imagine it's it's going to be hard to get Rick Moranis back too. It's weird he that they won't. just keep putting out he's Ghostbuster been saying, movies really? too. Though recently he's been saying that he's uh, more willing. He's looking for a part. Oh, okay. Because like I mean, his kids are probably grown up one. now. What, the female one was a two years two ago or three years ago. Yeah. Vince and I were actually at the first non-embargo screening of that. They actually did it at YouTube for mm-hmm. a bunch of YouTubers, and that there's a whole fiasco we could save another podcast for. <laughs> that like we had none of us knew like that room. There's probably maybe 100, 150 of us had no idea how like half of us were in like this huge controversy like about like it being like a setup thing and stuff. And like it wasn't oh, was, by the way. I didn't know like so we didn't know this, but I'm going to do the TLDR. Okay, I guess on some other podcasts we can do like the long, the version. long version, but the short version is. <laughs> None of us really knew. Maybe some people did, but especially the non-movie YouTubers didn't know that there was an embargo about this movie. And we were kind of new to LA at the time. Mm-hmm. So we learned if there's an embargo all the way up to the release date of a movie, it's not a good movie because studio knows that. They don't want people talking about it. Yeah. So there's an embargo about it. Some way, either it was on purpose because it was at YouTube or someone accidentally made it, forgot to like sign the NDAs or whatever. Yeah. This one screening was the only screening before the movie came out that was non-embargoed. Oh. So as soon as the screening was over, people went to their cars and started reviewing it and posting the YouTube. Oh, wow. Including us. Well, did you get a lot of views on that one? We did more than we did normally did at the time. <laughs> I remember Matt Bell though. His so, got went viral. So that's the thing is like so Island Arcade, uh, our now friend Tyler, we didn't know him at the time, and his buddy Andy, uh, Chocolate Andy, Ghost House. Andy spe- specifically was like, I'm gonna hate this movie. But as soon as he saw it, he actually loved it. Mm. Like he jumped on a chair and he's like, Oh my god. He was telling the director because he was there doing Q and A. Was like, I was gonna like Eat tell you crow. how much I hate it, but now I'm eating crow. Like it was a great movie. Grant, like 90 of the 100 people were like, it was fine. Yeah, it was but, okay for a movie. But um, <laughs> it was so silly. Matt from uh, Reckless, Reckless Eating. Eating went on in his car and he was like, he was like, this was the worst thing, blah, blah. <laughs> He's like, Chris Hemsworth is like a walking sight gag, blah, blah. He had a lot of good points, but like it was the two opposite things happened. Mm-hmm. And then ours and uh, Professor Puppets got like hate. So like people were in our video like, you're like, how would you support this movie? Blah, blah. Professor Puppet had his 16-year-old daughter with him, and yeah. people in the comments was telling her to drink bleach <laughs> and stuff, and it was like, so the 16-year-old girl was like pretty much the demographic this movie is made for. So she, when she said she liked it, like, mm-hmm. that That's sounds right. You know, like, but uh, with Matt and uh, with Reckless Eating and Island Arcade, Island Arcade had the biggest controversy because people were like, you can't like this movie because he he loved he did a whole positive review on it. Mm-hmm. They were like he's clearly a Sony shill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love like that. Sony crap. paid him. They Look paid in. him to do it. And so the the quote unquote evidence that everybody um, 
posted was like, this is the son of the director, Paul Feig or whatever. Mm. He's like, because look, there's a picture of them together and they, <laughs> oh. look, and they look alike. They don't look alike. They're both white. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. But also the reason there's a picture of them together is because the director was there. Yeah. All of us got pictures with yeah. Paul. Every single person in that thing because he was there the whole time. His whole job was to like make all these YouTubers like his movie. So he yes. took pictures with us, all of us. Oh, okay. Uh, but people only cherry picked Tyler's photo. Yeah. And they put it on the internet and then they're like, look, he's a marketing major, which was true. Tay Zande was there with yeah. him as well. But it, it was all, they were picking Chills. all these. Yeah. Chills. They, they were picking all this like quote unquote evidence. Some of the things were facts, but they were like putting them in a context that was convenient to like their story and stuff. Uh, Tyler genuinely liked the movie and so did Andy. And mm-hmm. it was like, I didn't like, I didn't love the movie. I thought it was fine. It was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. But like, but he's allowed to like it. Yeah. Like I can see how he liked it. I got some laughs out of it and stuff. And there's mm-hmm. a person that isn't me that really loves this. And then there's Matt who hates it. Um, and so the internet just blew up. His channel went viral. He had like not even a thousand subs at the time. He just blew up. Like he had to like private the video because he was getting like death threats and doxing and stuff. Because people Dang. were just like hating. They were like, how could Sony do this? Blah, blah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Chill out, yeah. And, and, but the thing that didn't help him was that since there was an embargo, mm-hmm. the fact that there was only like four or five reviews that is only it yeah like it was highly suspicious and there and the majority of the internet probably only saw reckless eating and island arcade yeah like some people saw ours and professor puppets but not nearly the thousands of millions or whatever like saw those two and it even got so bad that reckless eating commented on Um, tyler's video it's like he was in the same screening he was like listen i was at the same screening i hated it but he was there and he loved it he's not a shill people were so like well, Sony paid him off too. It was like yeah, exactly. the guy that hated the movie. Like, <laughs> where's my money, Sony? <laughs> they paid, I wish they paid him to say that. So, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that was a fun story for everybody, but that's how LA is. I guess no, that's, yeah. that's the type of stories we we, we want to hear. Some Jeez. people who go on our Instagram, you could see us. Um, me and Vince, we took a picture in front of the Ecto One mm-hmm. and yeah, stuff. That was, cool. So that was cool. I mean, I still think the all female Ghostbusters was fine, dude. That that scene with Kate. Where she like slides on two knees with two like ecto blasters, mm-hmm. it's just epic. And actually, in that movie, the one thing I did love from beginning to end, anything with Kate McKinnon. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. She's hilarious, hilarious normally because she committed to the role. Holy crap! I didn't watch it. I didn't give. It, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I don't watch. If I don't, mm-hmm. if I'm not totally into something, I'm probably not gonna watch it anyway. But and even though you know Thor looked retarded in this movie, he <laughs> still he? delivered some of the funniest shit well, I've ever he, seen. He he was mildly controversial in that like they swung the pendulum like really far the other way. Mm-hmm. So instead of having a female secretary that's kind of a bonehead, yeah, they had a male secretary that was like a three times bonehead. Was like, it supposed to be like you know the lady secretary is supposed to be something good to look at or something? To, exactly. He was supposed to be he, something he good just to look hired at because he looked good. <laughs> it was he, didn't, he literally totally didn't even, he did, literally didn't know how to pick up a phone. Yeah, <laughs> like it was one of the gags. And then he's like, when he's like, I can't hear this. Let me put my glasses on. That's what it was. <laughs> but then like they they were like, well, what? they said something to him and he was like frustrated. Yeah. So he put his fingers through the, like, through the, the glasses frames because there wasn't any glass in the frame. <laughs> <There wasn't, laughs> he was like, ah, and he's like into like pinch his nose like, oh, God, like, like some of the funniest scenes uh, I've ever seen with him. But everything was like a crotch gag, you know, like so oh, it was like yeah, ball jokes, toilet jokes. Oh, I mean, geez. it does get kind of dark. There's like suicide in it and stuff. It's weird, mm. but like overall, it was a you know, the second good Ghostbusters time. is kind of dark. I mean, like mm-hmm. I got scared. Not only not only was I scared of it as a kid, it was pretty scary, um, man. Not growing up now, I, I now realize that uh, the baby in the second movie was the baby that uh, she was forced to have sex with Rick Moranis. 
I didn't, in the first I, movie. I didn't pick that up. In the first oh, movie, wow. to uh, have, have the they both get like possessed yeah. by like like those demon dogs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the key and master. I'm the key. I'm the gate. Whatever. And they yeah. have sex. Keeper. Oh, wow. And that child is the child from of him and Rick Moranis. Zod or whatever. The, not Zod. That's super. Of her. Of her and uh, Sigourney Weaver and Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. And I was like. I was just like, I think I was in the shower one day and I was like, mm, go special. What the heck? I just remember yeah. that song. <laughs> just being man. like, that is wow. I remember thinking about it. Like, why'd she have a kid? Wasn't she with Bill Murray or whatever in the movie? Like, mm. oh, wait. How she got pregnant. <laughs> That's how she got. <laughs> that is kind of dark. The toys like, yeah. were my favorite thing. And it was endless toys because it was just like all, it was based off the cartoon show, but it was like all the ghosts they encountered, you know, like the yeah. toilet monster thing and. Like all the stuff, it all came with slime that like my parents immediately threw away. Mm-hmm. Like they're re-releasing <laughs> a lot of these toys. Like in this article, they talk about like though they're re-releasing the you know the Marshmallow Man, a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man toy. And then I have another uh, thing I wanted to talk about just briefly was uh, this is from the real Ghostbusters too. Yeah, that's the show. Yeah, it had Gar- Garfield as one of the Ghostbusters. Yep, for only for like the first season though. Yeah, was it only one season? Yeah, only one it, season. It then feels like it was five over. years. Hey, somebody yeah. else took you know, over like after that. Oh, that sounded like him. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. In fact, they, didn't they talk about they, they talked about it in uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty. Oh, probably, <laughs> for like a split yeah. second. You know, he was in Ghostbusters the first year. Like, shut up. Morty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, remember the Ninja Turtles? They're they're releasing yeah. those figures too. Nice. Like, and these are the ones like me as a kid was like, I want these, and then they just kept making them forever. So, uh, back in Delaware, there's a, sh- a store called uh, Second and Charles that mm-hmm. sells a bunch of like secondhand stuff. And these Ninja Turtle toys from the 80s, they had a complete set of the four of them, this classic one. Yeah. And I think it was like 400, 500 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, that makes sense because they're all like in mint in package condition stuff Mm -hmm. and in a complete set together. But yeah, I remember as a kid, like the classic ones, I think. Or remember the ones where the shells opened up and had all the gear inside? My favorite ones. I love things with like little storage nooks so I could tear the action figure with all the accessories. Yeah. I remember there was this kid in school that used to tell me that his he would like his parents like would buy me the blimp if I asked him to. What? And I was like, you're so oh, you're the, saying the Foot Clan blimp. If I if I no, they have a turtle blimp. You to oh, yeah, there's a turtle blimp. Yeah. Oh wow! If I asked you to buy me the blimp, you're you said you're gonna get me the blimp, and he was like, yeah, I swear, I swear I'll do it. <laughs> and, I, and I guess he just wanted to be my friend. I guess. I don't know what happened because when he went to give it to me, he gave me a box, and I was like, this is not the box that it comes in. And I opened it up, and he had drawn a blimp, and then colored it in, and then cut it out, and then put it in a box and gave it to me. That's kind of sweet. And he was like, "I couldn't afford to get the get you the blimp." So I sad story, Vince. Were you a dick to him? Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) For sure. You're like, like, what the hell is this? I was like, dude, what the you what the hell is this? Did you call him up like Billy Madison style? Like, hey, remember that time you did that really nice thing for me when we were little? I'm sorry. (laughs) That's so so sweet though. Crosses your name off the to kill list. Why did why why I think as I got mad at him, I was like, why'd you lie to me? (laughs) Well, he didn't lie. He tried. I'm sorry. I couldn't afford it, Vince. Dang you. I want a real turtle blip. Instead, he could have just been like, yeah, you want to hang out? Because that's literally all he <laughs> that's wanted. That's true. So instead, he made this like elaborate story of his I'll parents are going to buy, bl- buy me the blimp. Me. Yeah, and he got me all excited about it. <laughs> I loved all those like uh, recess schoolyard deals. Mm. I remember when I was mm, I can't remember what grade, pretty young. Whenever Mortal Kombat like two came out, um, a friend of mine, I think his dad or something, either owned a bookstore or worked at a bookstore or whatever. And I learned then at that age that like when they do magazine returns, they just have to rip the covers off and send them back to the publisher for credit. Yeah. And so he had all these like game, uh, was it game pro 
Game Pro and like Electronic Gaming Monthly or whatever. Yeah. Like that without the covers that he would just sell for me like for a dollar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember like every recess, there would be like one or two lunches that week that I just wouldn't get lunch. Yeah. And then I would like slip that to my friend to get these game, these magazines without the covers <sighs> so I could like see, see like Mortal Kombat moves or like what might be coming in Mortal Kombat 3 and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I still have all my turtles. And they were really? they weren't mine. They were my brother's first, and then he uh, gave them to me. But they're uh, I have soft head ones too. Yeah, I used to have the big ones, uh, a couple of those. But my parents, you know, they my parents actually had quite a bit of money. But they're you know people spend things on different things. They bought like yeah. big houses or yeah, yeah. big, and they bought like a pool yeah. and like a big car. And then like we wouldn't have small things deodorant. Oh, <laughs> I don't wow. know, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just silly things like that. That's so. It's funny, Josh, what you're saying about like, your parents spending money on different things. Like, it reminds me of a meme I just saw where, like, it was like, parent, it's like, like to kid, like, why do you, sp- I can't believe you spend all day, like, watching other people play video games on YouTube. It's like, parent sits down, watches other people fix houses on yeah, <laughs> HGTV. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> like, What's funny, so these action figures, when I was a kid, I don't even remember what ages they were, but mm. like I, w- I was, but like my brother and I weren't allowed to have Ninja Turtles toys oh, for the longest time because Ninja implies Japanese. And I won't get into the history of it. You can look it up, but my parents are Korean. So Korean and Japanese have a very like sordid history. And so they're like, you're not going to have anything Japanese. They're also very old school. That's an extremely racist thing to say now between Korean and Japanese. But like <laughs> at that time, they're like, no Japanese stuff. And and I was like, oh, but dad, like, this is cool. cool turtles. They're not it, was, Japanese. it was like it was like ninja. <laughs> so it was like Japanese and slimes. So it was like a double no. Oh yeah. You know? And then they found out that Ninja Turtles was animated in Seoul, Korea. And they're like, oh, now we're supporting the Korean government. Like, and, and so like then it was fine. I just didn't get the slime. <laughs> yeah, the uh, slime that yeah that came in later, and it's just nasty. Like, I had the turtle van. Mike, Mike, me too. Oh, I wish I had shot the, the pizzas. Van. Yeah, and then it had the side. Mm-hmm. The, the suicide door thing, yeah. and then there's which like is kind of like what they did in the new movie. They had the, like the whatever. Oh yeah, the I pizza forgot. thing. Did they is do it the that? second new movie? Did they do that? Oh, the I thought maybe it was just a commercial I saw where they were shooting pizzas okay. out. Maybe I was just a commercial the, for Pizza Hut. I only saw the first <laughs> Michael <laughs> Bay Ninja Turtle. I didn't see the, the second, second one. one. Okay, uh, tell it. us guys. I don't. I don't know. I didn't see the second. I think one. I saw it on an airplane. I didn't see the first one either. To be honest, I kind of boycotted those movies because they. I wanted to see the first. Awful. I saw the first one because I was like, I want this to be okay. Yeah. And then it wasn't. But the highlight of that movie is when their credits rolled. We were like, "That's the voice sounds like our friend Moxie." And then the credits rolled like, "That is Moxie." So I text her, "Like, hey, good job." She's like, "Thanks." Well, at least good came out of that. She got the end song. I wonder how much like the uh, if you have all the weapons and everything. I'm actually OG like original ones. Yeah, like how much they yeah, were. Because there, there was like second a second in Charles. Charles. Yeah, that's the story I was just telling. Oh yeah, it was like three hundred bucks. It was or four or five hundred uh, there. I'll take a look on right now. And then what was the? There was a. I had the Michael Jackson or the Michael Jackson, the Michelangelo that shot shot basketballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had the sports ones for all of them, and they had the horror monsters, yeah. uh, Universal monsters. I think uh, for all of them. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Like I remember like a Frankenstein. I don't remember which turtle was which, but there's like Frankenstein and Dracula. Oh, that's right. I think I do remember that now. They had so many different ones when they came out. It's ridiculous how many variations of turtles you could get. It's almost like how uh, creative they got with the Power Rangers. And all those action figures and toys and whatnot, but the um, Ninja Turtles—they just had like a certain like thing about them. Like they didn't look like any of the other action figures that were out at the time. Four hundred sixty-five dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds I'm about also right. looking for a uh, uh, Yojimbo. Oh, Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah, 
which I am loving the comics right now. I know. I need to watch. It's so wild. They're still going. There's actually a newer, newer action figure that I like more than actually. That's the one. Is the only ten grand. The one that's wow. ten grand. Yeah. There's some Holy that are way crap. cheaper than that, yeah. but that's the look of it. The with yeah, the blue right, right. light light blue shirt. But that's the old school one up below it. Yeah, the one turtles toy that I wanted the most. And I don't think I ever ended up getting was remember uh, the foot clan had those things that were like sideways razors. Like it was like a circle of vehicle with like, like a, the, oh, oh, I do like remember that. Out. It, yeah, like it's hard to describe. for some reason. I thought that like, was G.I. Joe for a little second. They might have recycled it from there, but I remember it was in the cartoon and they had the, the thing. I don't it was like a one wheel motorcycle kind of, but it was what the was vehicle for the clan. It wasn't a motorcycle. It was like a it was like a circle that was like upright with like blades on the side or something. And that's how I remember at least it probably looks different. Oh, look, but, there's the the Dextrome. Yeah. Oh, te- yeah, but I, it only held like one action figure. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I like See I saw that can... package. I was like, that's so cool. And my parents were like too yeah. violent. I'm like, yeah, I'm not finding it. You know, two, years, two years later, I'm playing Mortal Kombat. Did you put in Foot Clan? Uh, yeah, I did. But it's like Foot Clan vehicle or something. Maybe. Okay, one second. Foot Clan. We're totally on eBay looking at this right now. <laughs> I got it recorded. Maybe I'll pop it in. Oh, cool. Like, the, uh, oh, my God. The oh, car. Dude. Yes. I, I had that too, the, I think. Uh, what was the name of the new Trinos vehicle? Isn't that That's what it was? That's what it was. Oh, I love that show so much. It was so good. It makes me want to watch it again. And it's crazy because like the first season compared to the rest of them were like, it's like serious. And then the rest of the seasons were like start getting sillier and sillier every year. And now it's just because the parents were silly. Well, the parents were like at the time there was like this, you know, suit this mom's things were like everything's too violent. Like nowadays, you know, things are the exact opposite. Like here's your Mortal Kombat kid. Yeah. <laughs> like Ninja Turtles never had blood is different. They never use their weapons to fight. Yeah, you would always see the original that they did because I remember they started hacking it and they're like, hey, these guys are robots and just start like slicing them up. Oh, yeah, the foot clan. They made them all robots. Robots. By the last season or the second to last season, uh, they started like throwing. They ended up throwing pizzas at like these like super comic-y looking mafia guys. Like, yo, get them! <laughs> Pizza time! <laughs> like, you're not even pulling out. Why do you even have those like That's nunchucks so and stuff? This is ridiculous. I'm looking at my phone. I can't find them either. That I might be Mandela affecting. It's in the same universe where Steven Seagal was the Highlander. <laughs> I want to see. Yeah, I want to see if it's actually a GI Joe yeah. thing. We yeah. should get on to some more stuff. Yeah, what's uh, well, there's a ton of crap that came out this week, so I don't know if we can get through it all. Maybe we can cut it into two podcasts. I don't know. Um, did you guys know that they're doing a small Jurassic Park movie? I saw no. um, our friend Gary from Sneaky Zebra mm-hmm. had posted is like a digital movie or something like that. Well, they're just going to be on FX and yeah. it's going to be shown after like Jurassic World being on FX. So I didn't read any more about it. Is there a purpose for it? Is it just supposed to fill in the I blanks or no? It's supposed to be after uh, Jurassic World 2. Uh, fallen. There's a fallen kingdom on Jurassic mm-hmm. World too. Uh, it's called Battle at Big Rock, and it's just weird. It's supposed to be. It's it's just really short. I think it's like what thirty minutes or something, uh-huh. and it's weird. I don't That's know. Co- I mean, why. Battle at Big Rock. I, I hope it's. I hope it's good because I I love anything Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. I just love dinosaurs. Even like the bad mm-hmm. Jurassic Park movies, I love. <laughs> it's only eight minutes. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like a super. I, I think they said it was going to be a digital short, so they're probably okay. putting it on FX and then throwing it online or something. It shows a family venturing into California's Big Rock National Park for a camping trip. Unfortunately, the family. Uh, sorry, unfortunately, the family. Uh, their camp is only a few miles from where the dinosaurs escaped. Oh wow! <laughs> Holy moly! The encounter with. Prehistoric beasts will mark the first major confrontation between dinosaurs and humans. <laughs> what? I do like, yeah, because um, at the end of that Jurassic Park movie, yeah. they escape in the into the world, and you don't see what happens. That's going to be the next movie or the um, short, I guess. Because I remember we saw it with Boss Level Eight, and I forget. Did you see the movie? 
No, that's so, the second one. It's all the first one. Yeah, so the second one, it, I mean, minor spoiler, it ends with them all escaping <laughs> and then into the world, and they're flying. They're, they're doing all the no. things that in the original trilogy, you're like, why didn't they address this? Because there's flying dinosaurs. Yeah. Right. Um, well, so, also, I think in the books, I remember them uh, escaping. Yeah. yeah. And they did escape in the original trilogy, but like, you don't know how they contained them after that because like there's a pterodactyl flying like it doesn't it's not gonna be in a cage you yeah know? So, so the at the end of jurassic world 2 we were with boss level 8 and like as the po- as their credits were rolling we knew there was gonna be a post credits and i remember like uh jeff from boss level 8 being like he was just fucking around so like he wasn't being serious he was like oh if, if there isn't a pterodactyl on top of the eiffel tower i'm gonna be pissed and then it happened. <laughs> I think it was Eiffel Tower. Somebody correct me. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but like it was something ridiculous like that. And then it was just like pterodactyl on top of like the Eiffel Tower. Was like, Arr! like, <laughs> like for some reason, it sounded like a hawk, you know, yeah. like people. And uh, but it kind of showed that the dinosaurs had scattered very quickly all over the world because they're dinosaurs. Yeah. So like, uh, and then it just ends, and they're like Jurassic World Three. You know, find out <laughs> what happens. Dinosaurs will be seen in the next movie. Yeah, <laughs> I it it is wild though because well this short and the Jurassic World movie is going to be have, have to be so huge. Yeah, because before when you were in the parks, you're like okay, well you know your setting now. There's going to be a bunch of forests and then like one of these like Disneyland Epcot Center type things. Yeah, but now it's like literally anywhere in the world. You're just going to throw dinosaurs and well, it's kind of like the end of the second uh, movie. I think they had them in you know was it downtown uh, or something it was in New York or something. I don't like know. That. Huh. Yeah. Like that. I just remember Vince Vaughn was in it. Was kind of funny. Yeah. I I love that TV shows and Netflix and all this stuff are doing different things. Yeah. They're pouring money into different things. It's not just the same stuff over and over again. You know what kind of reminds me of is uh, when the second and third Matrix movies were coming out. They had a lot of supplemental stuff. Yeah, going out everywhere. Like there was the games. There was like a couple shorts. I think there's even there? the full length movie, wasn't there? Like uh, animated full length. Oh, so anime? that was a series of films. Yeah, uh, the Animatrix. Yeah, that was I so think, dope. Was it five or six like little anime films? Little shorts. Stuff? But there was other things though that I think are just going to be lost to history. Yeah, like the video game, like no one's ever going to remember mm. after a while and stuff. <clears throat> but it was all canon. There's cutscenes in the video game that filled in the blanks between the second and third movie, or maybe the first and second movie, or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that's it's cool because at the time you got this immersive experience, but now we only have the movies and then like an animatrix. Yeah, which sucks kind of about uh, video games nowadays too, because I mean it's more and more being downloaded only and uh, there's no way to kind of preserve them like you know we've mm-hmm. got pretty much up until maybe PlayStation 2 we got them kind of have them ripped like yeah. hey yeah. we can play these there's ways you know there's ways to rip them at them but now like, they're becoming don't download only they're just going to disappear into the ether and you're going to be like hey you remember that game I don't remember that game yeah. maybe it's Mandela effect <laughs> <laughs> like I Speaking of Mandela effect I've been looking for this toy and I think I was actually Mandela <laughs> you're in the same universe I, uh, I um recently because Vince and I recently got back into uh, gaming a little bit my me mainly because of Mortal Kombat and Vince because of Breath of the Wild but like the last couple of weeks Nintendo cracked down on this big ROM site yeah which totally <sighs> within their rights yeah well the reason they're getting after them is because this ROM site was charging $30 a month oh, okay um, but it is when their rights because it's their IP even if they weren't charging it is with the rights, but yeah. their argument was like, what happens to like preservation? Because specifically with N64 games, because N64 games haven't been re-released yet. Yeah. Like, so right now on the Switch, you can get Nintendo and Super Nintendo games are just in a library for you to play if you have a membership, mm. and it's beautiful. Both Vince and I have it on our Switch. It's like, I've, I've been like killing some Super Mario World before I go to bed every night and stuff, and it's, <laughs> it's one of those games where you can play like in a five-minute But I'm spurt. sure it's also limited, too, to the amount of games that they have because of licensing of like companies that don't exist anymore or yeah, companies yeah. that don't want you. They're like, hey, we're just going to hold on to this IP because we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but but then there's you know there are the ROMs and stuff, but like the N sixty four stuff, I guess there's something specific with N sixty four that like it's hard to emulate, yeah, or something. And then cartridges are we're hitting a time in history now where cartridges are starting to fail because of electronics, yeah. And so we were like, are we just going to forget about N sixty four eventually? Like no. because sorry, you know, was loud. <laughs> it's going to start now, and then like ten years from now, is is Nintendo going to release this because they're taking them off the ROMs? You know, like yeah, and stuff. So. I was actually looking the other day. Uh, at Super Ten- Super Nintendo stuff t- generally drops into my like YouTube <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. and they s- showed about how all the uh, copyright protection they had against that. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know mm-hmm. that. I didn't know that they had copyright protection because oh, like the chip. Yeah, because even in the '90s, I'm sure I got most of my Super Nintendo stuff on my computer back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, really? You know, yeah. When probably late '90s, I'm thinking uh, when PlayStation was already out and uh, they'd moved probably the GameCube by then. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you could get. Super Nintendo games, like with the NES games, and I had them all like on my computer. Oh, like ROMs? No way. Yeah, ROMs. Yeah, just Dude, playing them. I yeah. didn't even know about ROMs until like Same. I was ten years out of college. Yeah. The like, so I just I won't say I hacked it, but like I liberated my PSP that I got myself for last Christmas to yeah. like do retro games to get that whole thing working. Mm-hmm. You asked Vince, it looked like I was building like an illegal device. <laughs> I guess technically, <laughs> oh, well, you were like, technically, yeah. but like, well, it was backup. <laughs> exactly. That's what's under the guy because it was all stuff I own. Can you have ROMs if they're backup? Considered backup? Because I know you can with CDs. That's what all the gaming channels say. They're like, you know, obviously you're wink wink. Your ROMs are backups, the cartridges you own, yeah, and stuff. Which sounds fair. I'm such an old school gamer. These games, like, I, I don't even know if like the the source code exists anymore mm-hmm. Ooh, wow. for them and stuff. But let like, me know, like, guys, if if that's true or not. Because to be honest, like, when, if you lost a game, you're like, oh, this is my backup. <laughs> you know, like, oh, is it? Like, yeah, these are all my backups. I lost all these games yeah. in some <laughs> random boating accident. You know, <laughs> boating. <laughs> it's probably easy for like you could probably just do it like an afternoon. But like, it took me like a week. Like, figure I'm like, how do I do this? Like on your PSP, it might be harder. But on remember on my PC back in like 19. 1998 all you mm-hmm. had to do was download i remember there was a program called nesticle mm-hmm. and it actually looked like a ball sack this would be like <laughs> testicle and uh you could and funny you just basically like here's your roms and you'd open open rom and it'd be exactly the See, same way that you'd play a game the reason i did the psp was because on the pc and the mac mm-hmm. i couldn't figure out how to get it to work oh I, it's been so long since i've like put new roms on that if I try to do it now, I would have to spend another week relearning it. Yeah. Like right now, the machine just works as is with whatever's on it. Uh, it's just man. so out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's beyond me. But uh, anyway, Jurassic uh, Park short film. <laughs> yeah. Super exactly. excited about it. Oh, hopefully they'll just like release it like on YouTube or something. Like I'm sure that. afterwards they will because it's supposed to be. It's just supposed to be almost be like a commercial after this. Uh, after they release uh, the. One thing on FX. they have me worried about, though, though, since it's FX, FX has its own, own app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can get kind of hairy. Oh, so they were like, oh, you can only <laughs> watch it on this app. No, those people are smart, though. I mean, like, if you can see it, yeah. people can rip it. Yeah, but the thing is, like, man, the content ID stuff, like, they get real, like, one of our friends works in content ID over at YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't always want to do stuff, but they have to because people own intellectual yeah. property and things. And it can get kind of abusive. But there's been a couple, uh, I think, like, Legion. We, yeah, we, I know it's on Netflix now. Yeah, but while it was running, we couldn't watch it because we don't have effects. Yeah, and stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, it's so frustrating. Is that that's Hulu, right? Because Hulu is such a pain is in the ass Hulu? because of that. Because they're like, well, the, oh, the hey, Hulu you got the basic the Hulu stuff, but you can't watch this unless so, you have the next tier. Like, oh, I hate you so much. That and they delete their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you but, only watch it for five with days. Legion specifically, that was on a different. You app. have to have the FX app. Yeah, for the second season. Yeah, and you and to have the FX app, you have to have like a traditional cable. They were like, well, who the hell has that anymore? <laughs> I know. Like, er- everyone's, like, literally getting their grandma's password for that. Yeah. Remember like, when, like, house phones were a thing? Yeah. 
I am that old. <laughs> we used to have a rotary phone in one room. Yeah. It was like my grandmother. I remember loving using it. I'd be like, watch this. Yeah. Every Christmas, I'd call my ex-girlfriend to tell her how much I hate her. No, just playing. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but no, I would call her uh, on the, Christmas. And after that, like call the kid that gave you the Piper Blimp. You're yeah. like, yo, it's so F you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, you suck. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but no, no, I would I go downstairs, use the rotary phone to call my my girlfriend. Well, at the time, I guess she's my ex-girlfriend now, but to, you know, I say happy Merry Christmas and that that I was calling her on a rotary phone and then she'd be like, stop calling me on Christmas to tell me you're calling me from a rotary phone. Yeah, also, I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> F Who are you? you, you suck. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, oh, you know, so Josh has this thing popped up here that I saw earlier that they're gonna have to change a uh, phase four timeline thing because of Jessica yeah. Jones. I remember this. Thing. Yeah. I didn't connect it before. What is it? Um, they have to change the trajectory of like this uh, character story, like the Falcon and U.S. Uh, agent. So the guy, the guy that like created him, uh, was technically in Jessica Jones yeah. doing the genetic the testing doctor. and stuff. Yeah. Wow. And so because of the whole Netflix deal, they can't use them in the car. Okay. They can't use the same storyline. Or I don't. That's this is more evidence to me that they're just like Netflix things didn't happen. You know, like mm. in the MCU at least. I mean, if they're talking about it, maybe Netflix things did happen. Yeah, I don't know. So basically, they're going to try to stay away from that in this next one. And to be honest, like they could probably just ignore it and just be and just say straight up, hey, this is just another dude. I still I, I'm having more and more faith of like whatever Marvel Studios, the actual Marvel Studios like adapting. Because once I, I, we talk, I was talking about this, um, we won't get into all like Professor X, Magneto person of color thing but like there was an example in there i put it, it was like they changed mysterio just ever so slightly like they didn't change his race but they changed mm-hmm. the story just like they pivoted a little bit yeah. it was like super creative and like really worked in a contemporary setting and stuff and worked in the overarching infinity saga kind of thing and so like whatever marvel studios has and their writing team or whoever's doing all that stuff like i trust now because for me so far it hasn't been a misstep so yeah. whatever they choose to do i'm like you know what even if i don't see that I'm going to see how it goes because so far it hasn't been too wrong for me. To be honest, like the Mysterio stuff when I was younger, like I always hated Mysterio. I uh-huh. thought he was a lame villain. Like just to me, like even in, grounded in the idea of technology, they're like, oh, these cubes, like you throw these cubes out or whatever mm-hmm. and it would like cause, it would make this place look like it's different. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, how does that work? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it Prismatic. is comics at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say, because this is the same argument I bring up with like changes in movies and stuff. It's like, we're talking about a world where like people control things with magnets and their yeah. minds and stuff like I like if he throws a cube out, I'm just yeah. going to believe it. Even this movie in Spider-Man with the drones spoiler, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it uh, with the drones, it's like, you know what? There's all kinds of flaws with that. But sure, I sure, like the idea works. of the drones and I like yeah. the idea of, you know, having them cast, you know, cast on stuff. I mean, the idea of making things black in daylight kind of also makes me a little weary, but well, like, I guess that's why I was like, this is such an advanced technology that yeah, someone exactly. else created like because Tony uh, Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, not they only Tony, really was, changed like no, him though, because the they made guys. him like a he made him a scientist or something at, uh, of that technology, as yeah, opposed like to him inventor. being a stunt. Yeah, but I guess like the thing was he became an actor in the context of Mysterio. Yeah, and so that was. Like, but he wasn't the, an actor in the car in the comics. He was a VFX artist. Yeah, he's just a yeah. VFX. But, I mean, guy. like he became like in the acting world once Mysterio became a thing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that was like the like slight tie in instead of just having like a random actor right. or like VFX or somebody Hollywood like jump in and stuff. Yeah, um, they took a really, really goofy character and they made mm-hmm. him cool. I mean, he called my life's work barf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, and then bring back everybody, you know, like even like like fucking like Ralphie from Christmas story was in it. Like, I love that. <laughs> 
Apparently, U.S. Soldier is supposed to be in uh, the Winter Soldier or the, or the Falcon and Winter Falcon Soldier. Winter Soldier. Thing, yeah. And I love U.S. Soldier, and he's kind of like he kind of stood in for. Uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. but he's a dork. Like he's kind oh, of okay. like a jerk. I wasn't familiar. And he with pushes him, it a little so. bit too far. Thought and I, so I Cap has to kind of cut back. So he's he's like a super soldier. Some yeah, like Captain America. Yeah, something similar. Something. Like the the doctor does to him. I can't remember at the time if it was a super soldier serum or whatever it was. They name him U.S. Agent in this, right? Because yeah, that's that's, that's what, what it, it isn't is. that what I said? You said U.S. Soldier. Oh, sorry. That's probably Winter Soldier. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I remember I remember maybe ninety two. I had or. No, it might even have been an, an 80s Marvel card of U.S. Agent. Yeah. I heard about an interview with... Uh, who, who plays Falcon? The guy's name? The yeah. actor? Clarence? <laughs> no. Anyway, the guy who plays Falcon, I guess in an interview, had said that he's not going to go by Captain America. It shows yeah. he's always going to be the Falcon, but mm-hmm. he's just going to have like Captain America accessories. Yeah. I kind of like that better anyway. I mean... My why, why does he need to change himself to well, be something well, better? My, my next Mackie. comment was like, that's probably more... This is probably like a very good like political move. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> just the, the amount of backlash, we're like, he's Captain America. That's not what it was in the comics. We're like, but but it was, was. <laughs> sure, whatever. Guy's name is Anthony Mackie. Yeah, yes, Anthony Anthony Mackie. Mackie. I called him Clarence because he was in that Eminem mo- movie, remember? Uh, um, Eight Mile or whatever. I'm still. This is a tangent, but I'm still wanting to like uh, make uh, like a trolley like meme throughout there to like bait stupid people, where it has like uh, Samus. From Super Metroid, oh, you're gosh. like, can you believe they gender swapped this to a woman? Like, like hit like if you hate this. Duh. It's a, I, I totally want to do it and just be like, here's my list of people and not bother with. <laughs> I saw the funniest meme the other day. Someone had like taken Captain America's outfit and like flattened it out. They're like, technically he's Captain, Captain Peru. Puerto Rico. Well, Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's so funny. I know that's completely unintentional, yeah. but it was like, so, it's like a funny like, huh? That's interesting. I think we talked about this last time, but like there was like that thought that that some of the shows were gonna um, be on be on Disney Plus at launch. Yeah, I don't know. Like you were saying, like how's that possible? They haven't started filming it. Maybe it's not because that now that like I saw like three shows that said it was gonna be rumored to be at launch. Yeah, um, but once again, we haven't seen anything from them. But like yeah. it does seem like all of like the Marvel movies and stuff are going to be there at launch. So that's probably going to be more of the draw. I've seen a lot of uh, screenshots of people that I don't know if they're in other countries and they have it already or uh-huh. if they if somebody has like a beta version of it. I actually have this article up right now. It's a classic Marvel animated show. Oh, yeah, shows I heard about that. Hit Disney Plus. So like I saw a screenshot of like a ton of stuff that like was on there. And like if they have that much stuff on there of like all those great classic shows um, what? like on it, I'm gonna be like, you oh, bought there. right now. Just I'm here. Even take if, my money. So you know, it's funny. A lot of the stuff was on Hulu before they took it down. Yeah, well, it would like, pop, oh yeah, and it would pop in and out of Netflix too. I yeah. didn't see like, either so, of those shows though. We're looking at Fantastic Four, the or Hawk. Yeah, uh, Hulk is from the '90s. Uh, they they also had Iron Man in the '90s. They had like two different Fantastic Fours. Uh, I think they've actually have probably five different cartoons for the Fantastic Four so far. Although this one screenshot down below this one mm-hmm. with the guy head on here, that looks like that looks like when Hulu had it or Netflix. Yeah, uh, was that Netflix? That looks like a Netflix. Screen. It looks like whenever the other streamers I had on, that looks like the exact same screen. Yeah, it's oh. be awesome with Darkwing Ducks on it though. I'll definitely watch the heck out Darkwing of that. Darkwing Duck. Oh, actually, so that's another funny thing. So we haven't talked to our friends yet, the Silvershers, but they're bringing back the Disney Afternoon. Yeah. Um. Which I wonder if that brings back royalties for. So uh, we did an interview with our friends uh, Michael and Patty Silvershire, who did the theme song for Gummy Bears and Tailspin. Yeah, and they were like, everybody petitioned Disney to bring those shows back, and uh, I was like, yeah, totally. 
And I, I don't. I wonder if it's because you know they're going to be getting royalties back. But also, they were like such great shows. Yeah. And, like uh, the theme songs were classic. I love uh, Gummy Bears, even though like a lot of people don't even remember it. Yeah, people it's remember kind of the a song show. before yeah. the show. Gummy Bears. Um, if you if you watch the videos we did with the Silver Shows in our uh, RKVC's YouTube channel, they talk about how they had to write that song without anything being animated. I don't oh, even wow. think they had. I don't think they had artwork yet either. They, they, the description, they were like, okay, they got the story by the universe Bible. They're like, here's the gummy bears. They're a bunch of bears that live in the woods. <laughs> they drink this berry juice. They become bouncy. And it was like, Michael, like, were, were you also on drugs? At this <laughs> exactly. Time? Because if that made sense to you and you went and wrote a song, like, I don't know how you do that. Right. It's one of the things we asked him was like, well, Vince and I have done some uh, like pitch and spec stuff and we're given very little information and we have to make an entire world around it. And then when the producers are like, oh, that really isn't it. It's like, I don't know what is it. Like, yeah, what's exactly. going on Unless you show me it so, so far. So they said that the key for them was the one of the producers or executives or whatever was like, oh, the song, it should be more like Robin Hood. And he was like, okay. And he came back with the song, you know, now. Okay. It was like, he said, like the Robin. Yeah. They had to hunt him down for months to find the right person to finally ask because they went through like draft after draft after draft where it kept getting denied. So he actually went to the actual executive board. Oh, okay. Asked them one and, on one. And like, which today probably be pretty easy to find, but back then you're like, who do I talk to? Oh, I don't know. Go upstairs to the tenth floor. Yeah. Like, well, they, they probably just didn't have access either. either exactly. The Disney Afternoon is actually what I'm kind of excited about. I, the superhero stuff is definitely cool, but I've rewatched the entire animated series again. Yeah. I have the DVD some like in a storage space in Delaware. Mm-hmm. But like the Disney afternoon stuff, I don't think I've watched. Besides DuckTales, I don't since think I've watched since I, was, since I was a kid. Yeah, I would watch DuckTales again. I tried to convince my wife to let us buy it because it, it came out on like DVDs and at uh, Costco a couple times. Yeah, that and like gargoyles and all that good stuff. Nice. And I was all like, "Oh, we should buy this." And my wife's like, "No." <laughs> See, <laughs> right. I just wish that they they would come out with like the early '90s stuff, like Space Cats. Space Cats. Nobody remembers Space, space Cats. Cats. I remember a show about Space Cats. Was it actually called Space Cats? It's called Space Cats. I remember the action figures. I remember the cartoon show. Is that it? Yep. Oh, oh that's weird. completely different than I thought. Yeah, or were you no, thinking was, of biker mice from Mars? No, no I was thinking about like, it was like cats or something. <laughs> so I had a VHS of the first season of Space Cats. I love this little show. Yeah, there's some there's some like stuff that I can remember from my past like cartoons that people don't ever remember or or like like that space cats yeah that i wish i can get on like streaming now the golden goose for me is ronin warriors the american ronin warriors because i it was it was like samurai wildfire samurai something it it was actually like in japan or whatever Samurai warriors i've never actually even ever seen the japanese one yeah so that's what's funny because usually for anime i saw the Japanese and Koreans ones because when I was a kid, my parents would go to Korea and I would see cartoons there and they were just afternoon cartoons. And then in the, I, when I was in the States, I'd never watched anime. But this one show, Ronin Warriors, when it translated to the States, they completely overdubbed it. It's probably a completely different story. Yeah, it's they gotta be. It, they called it Ronin Warriors and I love that show and I love the toys from that show. And then they just like disappeared from history because I think like the rights weren't ran out or whatever and no one archived it. Yeah, I tried to find it for you for Christmas oh, or yeah, something year before, and I just couldn't. I mean, like yeah. I think I found at one point in time they pressed them to DVDs and they're like missing. Like <laughs> yeah. only like had only be less than a thousand or something that they made and and that was it. Yeah, because I've looked too, and I can't find like any. Even when I think I find them, I find out they're just like the Samurai Warriors. Yeah, things. yeah. You could probably, I think you can get the Samurai Warriors ones, uh, but the the Ronin Warriors one, um, which would be in English, <laughs> yeah. was 
Yeah, it was just weird. I think they made it like one giant like whole series of it mm. once. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, we've stayed too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Um, we'll be back next week with whatever random stuff comes up. Yeah. If you're not familiar with us already, me and Vince are in a band called RKVC. We have our music on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. And then Josh mm-hmm. has YouTube channel, Bands Life, and also something starting up soon. Yeah. I'll let you know later when it's actually running. <laughs> We're just keeping him accountable every week. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Just keep just just keep everybody in comments keep hounding him about it. So yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week on Yellow Spandex. Bye, everybody. <laughs>